Welcome to Inside the Mind with Amy Perez, MS Psychology. In today's episode, we are going to learn about cognitive unconscious, behaviorism, and response. I have a master's degree in psychology, also I have written many psychological thrillers and psychology books available anywhere you buy or listen to your books. I have a passion for psychology, and I keep learning more and more about this interesting subject each and every day. So let's get started. Cognitive unconscious is a part of the mind of which we are subjectively unaware and therefore not open to introspection. If we remember from episode 3 of Inside the Mind, introspection is the personal observation of your own thoughts, feelings, and behavior. So does this mean that we are not always aware of our thoughts, feelings, and behavior? Well, the answer is that we are not always aware. This brings us to behaviorism. Behaviorism is the school of thought that emphasizes the study of observable actions over the study of the mind. Thanks to John B. Watson, behaviorism exists. He didn't really believe in introspection. He felt there was no way to be certain of an organism, in this case humans, based on what they said they felt or wrote down what they thought. This makes sense because introspection is not happening 100% of the time. John B. Watson took to observing animals to prove his point. Behaviorist John B. Watson would introduce a stimulus to an animal and notate the response. A stimulus is any physical energy that an organism senses. This could be a bell ringing, a scent from a warm breeze, or a piano playing. When we are studying the response of a human or an animal, we want to know exactly what a response is. A response is any muscular action, glandular activity, or other identifiable aspects of behavior. With this, Watson and other behaviorists exclaimed that psychology wasn't the study of the mind, but rather the study of behavior. This brings us to Ivan Pavlov. He had his own way of studying animals. Watson took on Pavlov's concept of conditioning. He used it to explain an organism's behavior. One of Watson's claims that really stuck with me during my master's degree in psychology was that he said if he was given 12 healthy infants in an environment of his choosing, he could take one at random and train him or her to become anything that he wanted. The child would grow up to be either a doctor or a thief or anything in between. Do you agree with his belief? Because of people like John B. Watson, psychology became a legitimate natural science versus a branch of philosophy. Thank you so much for learning about cognitive unconscious, behaviorism, and response with me. Feel free to visit me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. You can Google Amy Perez, MS Psychology, as a quick way to find me. Stay tuned for episode 5, where we will discuss psychoanalysis, determinism, and free will.